Have a good pod. Yeah. This is the Boys Down Bad podcast, and we are pumped to welcome on Nebraska football recruit Riley Van Poppel to the pod. Boys, give it up. Riley, thanks for coming on, dude. We appreciate it. Yes, sir, of course. Um, thank you all for having me out. I'm excited. Ab- absolutely. So the first question that we always kind of ask recruits is about Coach Rule and his emoji game on Twitter. Are you about it? First question. Second question, have any of them been about you? I like it. I, I mess with it. Um, it started out being funny, and then some of them I don't understand. Um, <laughs> so I kind of sit there when I see them, and I try to decode them. Um, I get most of them. Some of them, like I said, they stump me. I don't know what they mean. But as far as I know, one hasn't been about me. Okay. But I could be wrong because he's posted so many that like I could have skipped over it or something. But as far as I know, I don't think none of them are about me. <laughs> well, he's got his own secret language, and it's kind of to follow did you yeah. uh get to watch the busting with the boys episode yet by any chance i have not yet i saw so one of my best buddies he always watches the busting with the boys podcast and mm-hmm. i saw that he was on there recently and i was like i when i have time you know i'm in the car one day i'm gonna turn it on and just listen to the whole thing but i haven't yet yeah we all listen to it and we're we're fired up he seems like a great mm-hmm. guy um so to start the interview we kind of want to go back to the beginning for you mm-hmm. um can you take us through what's it like growing up in Texas? Um, and was football always your dream growing up? That Was that your goal? End goal was to play uh, D1 football? When I was younger, um, my end goal was not to play football. Um, my dad, um, as y'all may or may not know, my dad played professional baseball for 15 years. And so when I grew up, that was kind of my thing. Um, I played – I didn't start playing tackle football until I was in fifth grade. Um, but, you know, football around here is a big thing. I'm from a small town. Like, it's – you live and breathe football. So, that's kind of what I grew up around. But starting out, I liked baseball. Um, I played baseball. And I started playing football. Wanted to play baseball. And when I got into high school, I kind of realized my body changed. Um, you know, I got a little bit bigger. Um, I always found myself wanting to be um, a part of the football workouts. You know, we won state my sophomore year. And then I was playing baseball that spring. And I was like, you know, it's just, it's just not it. Um, yeah. So I played my played baseball up to my sophomore year. I quit. Or I quit that. I figured I was done and told myself I was going to focus on college football because that was my dream. Um, wanted to play then because, like I said, I did want to play baseball. But part of me always had that football gene. My dad says he always saw it in me because my brother went the baseball route. Um, but I mean, it's been great. I just we had our football banquet last night, so it's kind of like icing on the cake for the past four years of just playing Texas high school football and. To me, um, nothing beats it. I think it's the best high school football out in the country. Um, and I think not only just the atmosphere around it, um, but the competition we play and just the memories I've made has, has been awesome. That was actually my next question. You know, we see a lot of um, Texas football, like on TV, gets all hyped up. You know, what's what makes it different? I think, um, like I said, I think the biggest thing is the atmosphere around it. Um, I think there's plenty, there's states who have that atmosphere, but like you go to, you go to a, there's not many states out there that have uh, double-digit $70 million stadiums that hold 20, 20,000 people, um, and, and they sell them out, too. That's the biggest thing. You know, y'all probably heard it. I remember I got to play there my junior year, and we're a little 4A school, so we're about halfway up the ranks. We walk in that stadium, and it's just a full bowl. And I was like, I, this is different. Like, like I've, we played on some smaller college fields, and, like, this is bigger. Um, so I think just the – and how the school and the whole town buys in to the football. 
program of the, of the high school you're at. But plus along with the competition, like I said, I think, you know, some of the best athletes in the league came from Texas. Um, some of the best high school players are from Texas. And, and I don't mean that. To, I, don't, I don't think I'm biased. I think it just kind of goes to show like there are players and teams in Texas who you don't want to mess with. Um, mm-hmm. And I think overall it's just it's just up to another level. Um, you know, you go out there um, and just, just fight your butt off with your buddies um, and you have everyone cheering you on, your, your friends, the student section, your parents and the whole town behind your back. And it's just something special to me. Yeah, it's always uh, a hot spot for recruiting, too. So it's mm-hmm. we love that we got you down to Nebraska. Coach, well, I mean, first year guy coming into Nebraska, what was the kind of pitch like um, to get you to come to Nebraska? You know, um, so obviously I committed over the summer under frost. And then, you know, I, I wanted to go to Nebraska. Um, obviously, I mean, I love the old staff, but when, when they were let go and all that, um, I had my, I mean, I was locked in, but I was still uncertain of what could happen. Um, but I was a big believer in, you know, I'm a Christian, so I knew God was going to put me in the right spot at the end of the day. Um, he told me to make that decision over the summer. Um, and so I made it. And, and even though Frost was let go, I was still in the right spot. And, and when Rule was hired, I remember I was really excited. We came off a playoff win, figured it out Saturday morning at film. And I was excited. The anticipation was over. And then I got the call or he called me later that day. Um, he hopped on the phone with me and just getting to talk to him, um, see here kind of, it was a 10 minute conversation, his plans for the school, um, what he wants to do, um, how he wants to develop kids on the field, off the field, how he's done that in the past. Um, and then he told me he was going to come down and see me. And then about a week later, he flew down and came to my house, ate dinner with me and my parents. And he kind of said the same things. And we got into a little bit deeper stuff, you know, um things like like I wanted to make sure I still had a shot um you know I wanted to understand like am I the player he sees in the field and he told me I am and, and I felt comfortable um and I loved everything he had to say and I knew that I still wanted to be a Cornhusker and I still wanted to be a part of um of what he's building up there absolutely so it's got to be kind of weird you know committing to a school with one coach and then they go through a big coaching change obviously rule comes in um how how did that transition go? And I you spoke to it a little bit, but how did it initially happen? So Rule just came down to see you. Yes, sir. So he he called, and then so we talked there, and he told me, you know, right when he gets out, he's going to start. Um, whenever he gets the first chance, he's going to come down. And so he, I remember he was going around the state of Nebraska, you know, visiting all the in-state kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when he left Nebraska, I think I was his first or second visit, like he told me, um, he told me that on the phone and, you know, he, he was true to his word. That was something that I thought about, you know, a little small aspect, but I was either his first or his second stop out of the state of Nebraska. Um, he came down, saw me at my school, talked to my coach for about 30 minutes. And then we headed over here when I was out of film and, and just, you know, hung out at my house with my parents, ate dinner for about three hours and just, just kind of got to sit on the couch and just talk and, and learn about him. He learns about us and then also talk, also talk football. Yeah, seems like an awesome dude. Um, switching yes, gears a little bit here. Um, I know you're recruited by TCU and Michigan. Is that right? Yes, sir. So just kind of a, a crazy thing for me would be turning on the TV and seeing two schools that want you to come play for them play in the college football playoff. Go through that experience. Like, was it was it just wild? Like turning on the TV and seeing, hey, these coaches want me to come down and play for them. Yeah, it was. Um... Because, you know, I always envisioned myself as, you know, I always knew I could play at the college level. It's always what I wanted to do. Um, But then whenever I started getting recruited, it kind of blew up and opened my eyes. And I was like, and 
I realized that I had a, a bigger thing at hand than I figured. Um, and like you said, when I turned on the TV and I remember when I got offered by Michigan, I was like, I was like, that's Michigan. Like they were in the college football playoffs last year. I was like, like I didn't, I, I, I would have never thought that. Um, and then, like you said, turn on the TV and see on them too. And and like I will say, TCU was like, they were top three. They were one of my top three schools, and they're mm-hmm. right in my backyard. Um, one of my best friends, who was two years older than me, on that state championship team, he goes there, and I'm really close with him. And turning it on and seeing them play was cool, and it wasn't only really cool because they wanted me to play there, um, but also how I knew those coaches, the relationship I had with them, um, and you know, I wanted the best for them. You know, they're there. I wanted them to go at it and win. Um, but then also it's, I think some people buy into the hype of a program, you know, it could have been easy to jump on the train and say, yeah, let me go to Michigan. They had one loss last year. Um, um, it was to Georgia in the college football playoffs, but for me, that's not what it was about. Um, it was about going somewhere. And like, I've always said, you know, one of the reasons I chose Nebraska is I want to be a part of turning this thing around because you turn around Nebraska and turn them a team they used to be, um, you know, you'll be the coolest 70 group of 70 guys on the face of the earth. Um, everyone's going to know who you are and what you're about. And, and that's one thing I wanted to do. I didn't want to just kind of hop along and, and join the ride. Yeah, absolutely. We love to hear that as Cornhusker fans. So, <laughs> yes. One of the things I always find interesting is you get kids from like California, Texas, Florida. What about Nebraska? Like really makes it that appealing because if I was in Texas, I'd be like, kind of cold in Lincoln I'm gonna stay home a little bit I guess what about Nebraska like makes it so special for me um uh, I kind of tell people when I was going on visits it's a big gut feeling thing um you know I trust my gut my first instinct I feel like I'm always right um and Nebraska obviously in heyday I wasn't born back in the 90s my dad was so he always told me Nebraska offers we're going to visit like like we're going to visit and I was like okay didn't think didn't think two thoughts of it <laughs> I remember they flew down the, the old defensive coordinator um Eric Shenander he flew down and offered me and I was like oh you're sweet like that's another offer yeah called my dad and he was he was stoked he's like oh that's sweet um we're gonna and then I wanted to go visit see what it's about and I remember when I stepped foot on campus I it, it in my gut it, it hit me I was like oh, this is the place I remember driving over the driving through the highway and you enter Lincoln and you just see Memorial Stadium and the skyline the lights on at night and I was like okay this is legit and then I visited I had a junior day visit there the next day and like I said in my gut just the people um the town of Lincoln the college um athletics and academic wise um the opportunities I'm going to have in college and after college it, it all stuck out to me and and when I left there, uh, like I said, I knew in my heart that's where I wanted to go. And when I visited other places, I would compare them to Nebraska. You know, it was always, could I see this um, over Nebraska? Like, what's what do they have here that Nebraska doesn't? What does Nebraska have that they don't? And it was just little things like that. You know, my family picked up on it. And, and that's ended up where, where I wanted to go. That's a great story. Um, so another great thing about Nebraska, obviously, is Husker Nation. The fans are crazy best in the nation in our opinion um what was it like when you first committed um as far as Husker Nation goes were you just getting a ton of people just randomly reaching out to you like saying let's go and go big red yeah it's, it's pretty crazy and that's one reason I loved about it because like like I explained I'm from a small like Texas town. I mean we're growing we're a bigger town now but when I was younger it was a small town and and it's really similar to Husker Nation you know everyone's behind the football team like that that's what life's about down here so it was cool to be able to have that relation um, go from high school to college and like fan base is the same and, and puts that much towards it and support. But 
there was some pretty crazy experiences. Like I remember that first visit I was talking about when we were on the plane back. Um, there was a couple sitting next to me. Um, you know, they're probably like mid twenties and and they started we just started talking. They're like, Oh, what were you here for? I'm like, I'm from Texas. I was just up on a Nebraska visit. He's like, No shot. And like he asked my name and I told him who I was and he like knew about me he like pulled up an article <laughs> he read about me and I was, awesome. like, oh. I was like this is pretty sweet and then like you said I remember it was over the summer I committed and I, I mow lawns so for one of our, our he's a good family friend of ours posted it on my phone drive over to his house and, and start mowing the lawn not even 30 minutes I look at my phone and just full of twitter messages followers likes comments dms all this stuff there's people going crazy and I was like this is pretty sweet like like they're legit. You hear about them and, and they're legit. Mm-hmm. They really are. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. One thing I'm a huge proponent on, I want to see them come back, the all-white jerseys. Are the players all in on the all-white? Because I see them on all the recruiting posts. We never break them out. I want to see them for Colorado. Are, are the players a big fan of those? As far as I know, I think so. Um, like you said, you see them on the recruiting fo- photos. I feel like they haven't really done that till this year, and everyone's loving it. Um me, I'm classic. I like, like, I love taking old Tennessee, Alabama, Nebraska jersey, same helmet, um, solid color pants, and then you just a solid color jersey and you just interchange them. I love the classic Nebraska jerseys, but I will say I can get behind the whole white. Like, it's pretty right. clean. You have the red accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're nice. They're nice. So I hope they bring them back. Um, and like, like as far as I can tell, I think everyone loves them. Yeah, I think there's just not a better time to break them out than at Colorado. Oh, I can agree. I can agree with that. Game. I can agree with that. Break out the all-whites. Yeah. Um, so let's just go back to Nebraska. What are you most excited for uh, coming down here or coming up here, I guess? Honestly, um, for me, just – I don't know what to say besides saying all of it. Um, like me, what I've been thinking about recently is just getting there and, and starting to work out, um, put the work in. You know, everyone talks about, you know, college workouts suck, but that's what I'm excited for. I'm excited to go get a taste of something new, um, push myself to the extremes. You know, I'm going to be living on my own um, with, with my teammates. I'm excited to build that bond um, with guys from new walks of life that I've never met before um, and eventually make a brotherhood with them and then go out there and win football games um, and, and give – the Husker Nation and the people in Nebraska, everything we have to to put on a show for them and just work it day in, day out. I don't know if you've seen like the workout videos they've been posting on their Twitter, but they yeah, it looks they're, fun. They're, like, they're pretty I would nice. love to just go die with those boys. That looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love those videos they'd be posting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got one last one. We just interviewed Vincent Carroll Jackson. Mm-hmm. He got us a little excited. Um, we <laughs> asked him when he thinks Nebraska will be back in the playoff. He said this year. <laughs> Do you agree with that, or what are your thoughts on when we'll be back? You know, I've seen some people compare us to the, the this year's Nebraska team, like the last year TCU, um, and I can get behind it. Uh, I agree. I think there's a, there's a high possibility we um, that can happen to us. I think we got the coaching staff to do it, and not only that, I think we had the players with the returning players we have uh, after watching them play last year, along with the 23 class and the transfer guys we brought in. I think – I don't think many people will be counting on us, but I think we can do it. I think we can shock the world. I, I, I want That's what I want to do. That's what I'm most excited for, I guess you could say also, is going there and, and see what we can do because I think it's possible. That's what we love to hear. We're bringing yeah. in some dogs just like yourself, so we're excited. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah, so talking about Matt Rule, 
Um, this staff's kind of been going nuts with recruiting and transfer guys, and we've kind of talked about it on here. What are they doing to get all these guys? You know, we got three Georgia guys, and they just won the national championship. So they got to be doing something to get those guys away from Georgia. What do you think their strategy is? Or like, what are what did they do with you to make you be like, wow, practice is a place for me? You know, for me, I think it's just, um, I guess, the, I don't know if I'm going to say this wrong, but the genuineness of them. I don't know if that's a word. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. You can get what I'm saying. Like, for me, when I would meet new coaches and new coaching staffs, you knew if it was a real connection or like you kind of had to put on a show and like maybe not act fake, but just like you couldn't fully be yourself right away. Like you had to kind of create that with them. It's not how it is. Like you meet them and, and boom, it's like you've known them for a while. And not only that, the connection that this coaching staff has is off the charts. I've never seen it in another staff before. Um, like I said, they either played for coach rule eight years ago or they coached with me years ago and they have known each other for that long. And it's like, they've lived together for that long. They connect with each other on another level. So when you're there seeing that and seeing how genuine they are and they want to develop you on the field as a player, off the field as a person, um, they know the game. Um, they know what it takes to be successful at a high level. And you're just around that and you see the trueness in that. And they're not going to cover anything up. They're not going to sugarcoat it. They're going to tell you, yeah, it's going to be hard. We're going to get here and we're going to show you how to do it. We're going to help you. It fires you up. Like just sitting there listening to them, it, it fires you up. And I think that's what, what is getting them, just the realness of the staff. Guys, did you play him in ping pong? <laughs> He's a big I ping pong guy. I, I heard that. I didn't because I'm not really a big ping pong guy. But <laughs> after he visited my house and my brother came home from college, me and him started playing a lot. I got quite a bit better. So I guess when I'm up there, I'll probably play him at least once. Yeah, there you go. Love to hear it. What are your expectations for the next four years? Like you personally and then the team-wise, do you have like any personal goals? When you get here for the next four years, like, you know. Goals? I don't know if I have specific goals. Um, I know, like, as a freshman, I just want to go in, um, and I'm not – I want to earn my spot. Um, I want to go in and make a name for myself. Um, you know, I don't expect to be given anything. Um, obviously, I know I'm not going to go out there and start as a freshman. Um, it's going to take a while to put on some weight and some size and learn the Big Ten, um, learn a new defense, but – but for me, I want to go play my freshman year. I don't want to just sit the bench. Um, it might not be a whole lot, but I want to get on the field and and just help the team win in any way I can. Um, I want to help the team win. Um, for team wise, I want to make I want to make it to the playoffs. You know, you make it to the playoffs, and if you don't make it to the playoffs, you win a bowl game. Um, that's what I want, and that's what I that's what I kind of expect, and, and I think that's what we all do. And you know, you make it to the playoffs, and I don't want to just be third or, or tied for third. You know, I want to make it to the final game. Um, and then going back to person personally, um, after my freshman year, just just make an impact. Um, my dreams go to the NFL. Um, you know whether it's be all Big Ten, you know all American, something like that. But just play as hard as I can for the glory of God and, and the people in Husker Nation and my family, um, and make a name for myself. Absolutely, we love to hear that. That's, yeah, that was an awesome time. answer. Yeah, yeah. Well, Riley, thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, we can't wait to watch you next year. Um. Yeah. Go Big Red, baby. Yes, sir. Of course. Thank y'all again. I, I had a great time. And go Big Red. Come on, bring the energy. Yeah. Let's have yeah. a good one. Have a good pod. Yeah. 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 What a what a start. Yeah. Thank you, Riley. What a great guy. Hell of a kid. Awesome dude. He's gonna be a stud for the Skurs. Um. 
Wanted to give a shout out quick to Coach Rule. The day that we're recording is his birthday. So give yeah, it up. Yeah. He's going to turn Nebraska football around and he's going to be on the podcast soon. Yeah, come on the pod. Yeah. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll get him. Yeah, we'll get We've taken steps. Yep. We've taken steps to get him. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. got to let it happen. Yep. What do you think he's doing tonight for his birthday? You someone think he's going out. Someone put that on Twitter because okay. he's a big uh, community guy. A big right. guy. He likes to go around Lincoln. I'm thinking maybe Laszlo's. Okay. Laszlo's a solid spot. Classic Lavash. brewery. Ooh. Could yeah. Um, where else? Somewhere in the Haymarket. I feel like Laszlo's or Misty's. Yeah. That, that would be my guess. Last time I was at Misty's, the food sucked. Whoa. I probably haven't been there since high school. Oh, I'd have to second that, Chris. Really? It was yeah. not good last time I was there, and it was like two weeks ago. I think they changed management, I heard, in the last couple years, maybe. Whoa. But whoa, I heard good things about it, and I was, yeah. I was, I was impressed. I, I was discouraged. I ordered Noki, and so if anyone had Noki, it's going to be like a full plate, right, with some sauce on top. Mm-hmm. They gave me four Noki. What is what is Noki question? It's like a, it's like a dumpling. It's like a potato pasta. Okay, yeah. some okay. cheese. Okay, someone's gonna have to fact check me. On yeah, that, <laughs> it is. It's, it's only Italian kind of pasta. Okay, and they only gave and you four. They only gave you four. Yeah, it's usually like a whole plate of them. You'll fill in you up, and I got four. So maybe we'll. Maybe and they we weren't that start, good. Maybe we need to start tweeting at. They weren't that good. Yeah. They weren't that good. Yeah, it just I don't know what what's happened. They might turn it around though. Yeah, we'll we can we can help them. We can give them a second chance. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, it looks like you're. I thought Chris talk real quick. Check one, two, three, four. Okay, okay. Looks like your yours is way louder than everyone else's. Oh, maybe because I was closer to the mic. Yeah, maybe back. Take up a, a step back. Bit. Yeah, bit. back up a little bit. <laughs> Just got too excited. Um, Husker Husker update. Rules still doing big things. We're getting a lot of recruits. We're getting a lot of uh, transfers. I think we got. Did we get a four star wideout this week? Recently? I think so. Not the Bell guy, but another one, I thought. I think so. I think I saw that. I don't remember his name. I don't. It's slowed down because... It, it's slowed down. You have to be enrolled in classes now. So oh. the transfer portal is going to slow down until after spring practice is done. Okay. Second signing day was Wednesday. Yeah. February, yeah. February 1st. So... I feel like second... Like, second signing day now, like, no one is signing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone signs on that first. Yeah. It's period more, day or whatever like they're like people have already committed they're just like sign, sending off their letter of intent so it's not yeah. as not as big of a deal now yeah it's slowing down but the kool-aid still tastes good oh it tastes, tastes fantastic oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. um chris would you like to give a husker basketball update real quick sure uh another loss to maryland this weekend team fought just don't have the players yeah a lot of injuries but Tuesday, we were fighting against mm-hmm. Illinois. Uh, we, we were, won. We were down one and a half. And we won. And we came back we won. and won <laughs> on the road. Sam Hoiberg made the game-winning three. Yeah. He started he too, right? He got he, the start. Yeah, he, he started. Did. He's electric. He is electric. Wiltshire made a three. <laughs> watch. God forbid that happens. <laughs> that, that's incredible. Breidenbach hasn't made any, didn't make any stupid plays. Yeah. We Who did. knows? That's a great game. Maybe we'll just go on a winning streak. Who knows? Maybe. Win the rest of our games. Yeah. Win out. National championship. One month till March, I feel like we... We'll get hot. We get hot. We're getting yeah. smoking oh, yeah. hot. Um, that's about it for Huskers right now. Pretty yeah. quiet week. Um, baseball still, starts in a couple weeks. Baseball does start, so maybe we I need... I saw they had their first practice. Yeah. At Hartzog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So they we'll, sent out their uniforms that they're gonna wear. Yeah, they're nice. They're yeah, pretty I like nice. Those. They're nice. They're the clean. white with the red. I see. Hat. Script. A little yeah. script throwback. Love it. Yeah. Let's move into the down bads of the week. I think we've got another round of good ones. Chris, would you like to start? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, Saturday night, the Lakers played the Celtics. My down bad is it's kind of the NBA refs, but also LeBron. So at the end of the game, it was tied. LeBron goes up for a layup, and he just gets hammered on the arm. And they don't call it, so they go to overtime. And LeBron just freaks out. Yep. Yeah, and he just it it's like he much. It's like he lost the title. Like, yeah. He, he gets in, like, the fetal position on the floor. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. He, he jumps up and down, and then he just curls up in a ball. Mm. It was and crazy. It, it was tough to see. And then it was pretty funny when Patrick Beverly brought out the camera yeah, to the ref. That might have been the best technical I've ever seen. Yeah. That was funny. Oh, that just tip the hat. Tip the hat. But at the same time, the refs, you just can't miss. Like, they showed the replay, and it was like he just got hammered on the arm. Mm-hmm. He was above everybody else, about to lay it in, and Tatum just smacks him. Yeah. yeah. So I can see why he was upset, but the antics were a little much. Yeah, I saw like, that. I, I thought he was, like, hurt or something. Like, yeah. he was just freaking out. Yeah. And, like... The Lakers are not good right now, and they're only two games out of the playing game. Yeah, so, like they can still get to the. If that's like, if that's like last game of the year, they have to win to get in to like the play-in game. Mm-hmm. Then it's understandable. Then I understand he's but freaks they have out. Thirty games left. Yeah, like, it's not no, even the All Star break yet. Yeah. Dumb. So LeBron, maybe chill out a little bit. Relax during the regular season. Yeah, even though they missed it, just chill out or just win it in overtime. Yeah, just go yeah. ahead and win. They could have won in overtime. They got killed. And then, yeah, they, yeah. And he started heading back to the locker room with like 30 seconds left. He was yeah. just done. <laughs> yeah, like act like you've been there before. Yeah, like, yeah. seriously. Like, yeah. You're the goat. Like, you've been there. Act yeah. like it. LeBron's Good one. baby. Yeah. Good one. Peters. Yeah, my down bat is Alabama fans. Um, personally, so a lot of Alabama fans are claiming Jalen Hurts. Mm hmm. So usually, you know, whatever he went there, the problem is they benched him mm-hmm. for Tua as a freshman. Yep. So he transfers to Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma gets him. Personally. I get he graduated from Alabama. He spent yeah. more of his time there, but it's different when somebody transfers because or it's different when you bench somebody mm-hmm. and you told him you're not good enough to play here anymore. So you can't just be like, oh, we can claim Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I was thinking about this today, and whenever I think of Jalen Hurts, for some reason, I go to Alabama. Like, I don't even really remember that he played for um, Oklahoma. But he did get benched in the title game. Did and He left. didn't win the Heisman. He did win the Heisman. I don't think he won the Heisman. Uh, At Oklahoma? Guy. I don't think so. Well... No, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. No. Runner yeah. up. There no. we go. Runner oh. up. Okay. In 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. They moved on and told him he wasn't good enough, like you said. So, Like, if he just, like, transferred because he just wanted to go somewhere new or he, like, left for a different school because, like, a coordinator left, then it's fine. But you, you told him you're not good enough. Yeah, exactly. In and their he, defense, Tua did come in and win the national championship for them. Yeah, so just claim Tua. You get Tua. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's a fair point. You, that's fair. You bench Jalen. You told him goodbye. Yeah. You can't yeah. claim him now. Yeah, so. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Down bad. Down yeah. bad. It's like Ohio State fans 
Well, I'm curious to hear your guys' take oh, on yeah. Do Ohio State fans get to claim Joe Burrow? No. No shot. No. That I don't one's think so crazy. Either. Not at all. All LSU. He he didn't even play for them. Nebraska has as much claim like, to Joe Burrow yeah, as Ohio State. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he did graduate. I don't think they should claim him either. He did graduate from Ohio State, I think. Yeah, but. He played like, I don't think he's he ever hardly started. Played. Yeah, no. He never yeah. started. No. He's an LSU guy. Yeah. That's that's a crazy. I think that's crazy. Alabama fans have more of a claim to Jalen Hurts than Ohio State with Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. but it's like it's also like most. I feel like most Ohio State fans would be Bengals fans. Yeah. So why not just be a fan of the Bengals? Yeah, you can't claim Joe. No, sorry, can't do it. Yeah. So good one. Good one. Tom, you got a down bad for us? Yeah, I got a down bad. I think it's the third week in the row where Patrick Reed has been in the news. <laughs> so this past weekend, Three-peat? he was uh, identified his ball as the wrong ball. So I, I guess it hit a tree, and it clearly shows on the camera that it's on the right. Mm-hmm. But then he goes to the ball on the left. Yeah. So I just don't know how you miss that. And on top of that, he has that little scuffle with Roy on the, the green at the beginning of the week. Well, they went one-to-one, and Patrick Reed lost. Yeah. So, boy so Rory, just, uh, love, to see that. love to see that. I was listening to foreplay today, and they were talking about how the spotter said that it went into the tree Patrick Reed was looking at. So that's why I think he was so set on that it had to be that one. But yeah. it just wasn't – like, if you watch the video, it wasn't close. No. The tree was – they were pretty far apart. Yeah. Like, Brandon Shamley had – he, like, went off on Patrick Reed because Patrick Reed is suing him for, like, yeah, $80 million. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> in order for that ball to end up in the left tree, it would have had to hit the right tree, pick up speed, mm-hmm. and shoot into the left tree. Yep. Yeah. He's just such a weird guy. Three-peat for Pat- old Patrick Reed on the Boys Sound Bad. You think yeah. he can Down make it four week. weeks? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah. We'll the see. dude's crazy. Yeah. He's figured it out. Yeah. Um, good one. Mine, I'm sorry, Tom, but um, is NFL referees. Because the NFL may be rigged. It and is. And I know rigged. you guys have some very strong opinions on it, and I'll let you go off. But I want to hear Tommy's thoughts first. Yeah. Because well, he is a Chiefs fan. Congrats on the win. Yeah, Thank congrats. you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Thank congrats. you. Huge win. I, I was a little nervous towards the end, yeah. but. Glad we squeaked it out, or some say the refs squeaked it out. But, <laughs> you know, the refs were on the Bengals' side, too. There was a time where there was a timeout where there were, the Bengals were going to challenge it. I'm not exactly sure what it was. But then the refs got notice from New York, whoever, and said, hey, don't challenge us. It's an incomplete pass. Mm-hmm. So did save them a challenge. They didn't need the challenge in the end. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that's an instance where the refs were on their side. But. Yeah, interesting with the rest and how all that went. I had no clue. I was like fourth down, and then I looked away, and then it was third and nine, and <laughs> Zach Taylor just going nuts. And I was just like, "That was crazy." What the hell is going on? So we basically had like a fifth and nine, but yeah, not sure how that happens. The NFL is a multi-billion-dollar company, mm. and we can't get the simple things right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it's questionable, but a win's a win, and you know I'm happy to move on to the Super Bowl. And I'm happy for you. I think we need to start holding refs accountable, not just based off this game. It's just refs in general. Like, if this is your job and you're the best in the world at doing it, and I don't mind, like, the ticky-tack fouls, whatever. If that's what you're going to call, Call fine. it all game. Call it all game. 
But when you're missing like blatant block blocks in the back, like on that punt return, yeah, on the Sky Moore, there were like two penalties during that. Yeah, there were and two blocks in the and back, they missed them both. Yeah. yeah, it's like you can't be missing that. Like that has to be talked about. Yeah, because it's blatant, and it's just a bad look. So I think we need. I don't know what you do, but I heard Pat McAfee talking today, and he was like, um, "Refs are like, they're like basically part time, like." A lot of people have other jobs. Like, yeah. they just come on the weekends and ref. Mm-hmm. So, when you're not full-time doing something, it's really easy to be persuaded by outside things. Like, maybe a big-time Vegas person came up and said, hey, I'll give you this amount of money if you call a few calls this way, or whatever. So, his thought was, like, make the refs, like, full-time. Like, this is what you have to do. So, you can't be, in other worlds, being persuaded yeah, by Yeah, I people. like that idea. I saw something where... I, it might have been on McAfee's show where they were saying how during, like, OTAs, they should have, like, camps for, like, refs who are already in the league and people who are looking to get into refereeing. So you have them go to OTAs and, like, almost, like, call, like, make decisions on it. Mm-hmm. And just – and then you watch the film. You take it – treat it like a OTA for the refs. That way they're seeing what – like officials are calling now how the NFL wants to like f- if they're calling too many PIs mm-hmm. they say hey we're trying to loosen up on what pass interference is yeah here's what it looks like you go watch them run routes and that way they're full time they're like practicing what they're doing because in any other job you are practicing what you're doing yeah that's true there I like was- that a lot there was a late hit on Mixon that was kind of egregious that they didn't call. Near the goal line, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. It's just I I do feel like we have to do – because it wasn't just that game. Like, the officiating has been bad, like, all playoffs. Yeah. And you can't, you can't have these games decided by bad officiating, I feel like. Yeah. Too big of a stage. But congrats on the win, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. I was re- listening to a podcast today. There was a game week 18 – not sure who it was, but I'm pretty sure that it was decided on the refs' call on who to make. It was the Seahawks that got into the playoffs, but mm-hmm. I'm sure, not sure who it was, but there's that's another example of yeah. how refs just we been can't. messing up. And they, I mean, that's a playoff, so I mean, they altered the playoffs in that call, so yeah, yeah, we'll be accountable. All these players are being held accountable for what yeah, they're doing, exactly. they're getting fined and stuff for doing stupid shit, exactly. And these refs are just walking away like nothing happens, so and they don't have to do media, yeah, Mm-mm. yep. But I don't know, yeah, it's we gotta start holding them accountable a little bit. I think it's bad when it, it's it's just like it's ruining like watching it. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it. I'm like, this just isn't fun because I can tell this is just isn't being played equally. The yeah. calls just aren't being made on both sides. That's what's the most frustrating is that it's going to turn like kind of casual fans who all they see on Twitter is like NFL rigged, NFL rigged, all these different calls. Yeah. And they're going to be like, well, why would I watch a game I don't really care about? Because I know. Scripted. Yeah. I don't know. I think it hurts the game a lot. Mm hmm. It's just the refs have too much power. Like, they can call anything they want on any play and yeah. justify it. Yep. Like, illegal contact or something. Like, if a guy touches a guy five yards down the field, but depending on what the play is, they could be like, oh, it's legal contact. Let's throw the flag and give him mm-hmm. a free first down. Yeah. So, like, 
Trevin always says he can get behind the refs and not the players, which I'm starting. I can get behind that just because they can throw a flag anytime they want to influence how the game turns right. out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm, then if the players aren't coming out and saying like, aren't or aren't allowed to say, well, the refs screwed up here, then they're kind of a part of it, just going along with the refs being bad. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been in, like kind of on the fence on. I think refs are in on it. I I don't think players are in on it just because I think it it'd be kind of hard unless it's like a quarterback or like a key person on defense to really like sway something. Mm-hmm. But the refs, it's it's just bad, and I don't think it's always like I don't think refs are always bad. But when it's that this big of a stage, everybody's watching it. It's just like it can't be the ref show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, good conversation. Um, before we touch the championship games, we wanted to do a little something that we started last week and didn't dive into. Um, but we're going to go through Chris's Hinge profile because he had some complaints last week about how why people get on Hinge and then d- match with people and don't reply, which is fair. Yep. But we're going to go through your profile and see if it's because if it's your fault basically yeah, let's please let's dive in so okay here we go we've got to pull it up leave one leave a one word review for this okay so like the girl does that they yeah leave her, okay so like they can comment you know like i so, don't know so i'm guessing that your goal for this post is that guy's really tall yeah or something you know or like is this the first picture that's on there yeah First red flag. I would change the first picture. We need the first picture to be a view. To just, highlight just view. view. Because okay. if it's two people, they're like, oh, who is this? And okay. They might... Because they might leave one word about it, and they think it's the other guy. Yeah. Okay. This might be your dad for all I know. This dude's like <laughs> seven feet tall. He's tall. Yeah. This guy's that, tall. That's, uh... Nothing against you. You look great, Chris, but yeah. this dude is tall. That's, yeah, uh... you do look good in the picture. Yeah, Thank it's you. a good picture. Yeah. I... We're I'm both not, looking good there. Yeah, on a I'm golf not, course too. So yeah. we know you. It's at uh, Hillcrest like Country Club mm-hmm. before a wedding. I always bogey that hole before a Every wedding. Time. That's hole number one. Yep. Yeah, Every that's time. my. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's my Every, cousin. I don't Luke. think I've ever parred it. Yeah. I wouldn't say scrap it altogether. Just move I, it down. I wouldn't have it at one. Maybe you have that like last. Okay. And maybe not, I don't know if I love the leave a one word review. For change this. the change the prompt. Yeah, I don't know what the prompts are, but yeah, might need a different prompt. But I like the picture. Okay. It's a good picture. Thank you. Okay, typical Sunday. Church, football, and relaxation. I can teach... Uh, I hate that. <laughs> Why? I can teach them how to golf. What's wrong with that? Uh, I just want to learn how to golf. I can teach you how to golf. Maybe have a video of you swinging. Okay. Show some hips, your hip movement. You know? Yeah. Have, <laughs> yeah. Or a picture where you can kind of see... Yeah. Because I don't know who that is. Maybe a... Obviously, I know who it is. Yeah, but they might. Maybe know. a yeah. video of you swinging, and you can kind of see your face. Can you do videos? Yeah. yeah, you can do videos. Okay, I would. I would change it to a video. I, I I like that. I can teach you how to though. Cause yeah, I think provides it's, a little. I hated it at first, <laughs> but if it's a video, I think it's better. Leaves mm-hmm. a conversation starter. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, because like if that. the girl is like good at golf, she can kind of roast your swing. 
Correct. Oh, yeah, that's a good Ooh, point. True. I do like true. That. So or she could be like, I could beat you. At golf yeah, or something. yeah. That's and forever then love like, right there. Yeah. She's like just commenting on your swing right yeah. there. Yeah, like, that would be great. That. She's like, that's <laughs> that's she'd love. be the one. Yeah. Oh yeah. She could be the one. So have an early, I like that early extension. Okay. Next. This I thought one? I'd delete yeah. this one. This one is a scrap. I think. I think. Yeah. I think we throw this one out. How old are you? Wait. Yeah, yeah. Does this 25. go with the first one or no? So oh. it's just by prompt. So, so like, I thought okay. I deleted this one. Is oh, the, I see how it goes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'd scrap that one. Yeah, just because we're older now, a little That's more fair. mature. If you we're were probably like, trying fair. to attract more mature. I think if you were twenty-two or twenty-three, it's funny. Yeah, but we're, we're past we're, that. Yeah, we'll okay. pass that. Okay. It looks like you're having the time of your life. Though. It does look like Did you're you having a good fun. night. It was, the night, I I, the, it was the night I turned 21. So oh, yeah, yeah it was, that's I like a good the expression. Night. It's a good picture. I don't, first don't, drink legally. Don't remember much, but it's a good picture, but probably not on the dating profile. Okay. Felt cute. <laughs> <laughs> this one. <laughs> the southeast hat. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> What is this? I don't what know. What are you I looking just, at? I, I just, what, you're wearing a Southeast hat. and what? This was on our wedding from, website. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. I, no shot. Wearing, if I uh, put that on, the, where on are your you? wedding. You're on a golf course? Yeah, I think I'm in South Carolina. It would be good if that. So this, Why are you posing? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. My dad wanted to take a picture <laughs> of me. At the course, so I just. I mean, that's it. a good picture to have. It I, looks like a pristine course. It, looks it does like look nice. Course. The course looks nice. Yeah, and um, so do you. Maybe. Thank you. This gives me kind of like you might be in high school because so, you're wearing a southeast hat. Yeah. So okay. I think we replace this with a picture of you like coaching. Maybe you're like sitting on a bucket or okay. something. Okay. Yeah. And you're right because then it's like, oh, he coaches. He's not. I'm not it doesn't leave it up to doubt that maybe he's still in high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, if you go up, it shows, or maybe it's down, but it shows your age. Yeah, but you could lie about that. Yeah, I guess you could. People would do that. Yeah. Okay, scroll right. up. Um, scroll choose down. Our a first bit. date. Okay, what so is that's that? just like, is it like a poll? Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's like dinner, drinks, movie night, and then the third one is mini golf. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I don't mind. That's that. a good one. Yeah. Okay, solid. Move on. And I think that I don't think you scrolled up enough when Peters was taking the screenshot, but it's like, where did I, you know, where was this photo taken or something like? Which one? The boat one. Oh, the one that. Yeah, we I just kind of screenshotted the picture. So it's like, okay, so I think the prompt is like, where am you know, where I, am I at or something? I love like this. this. If we could see your face. Yeah, it doesn't. I think help. you can on the. Can on you? the picture more okay. than it shows here. Let me see. So we can't see it super well. I think. I do. Maybe I not. I like this. It's, it's oh, very yeah. candid. It, yeah, it's, it's just the TV. He, okay, okay, you, okay. You can see okay. the face Okay, this is yeah. Like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's a fun that's one. That's a good one. It's a nice little candid you're, that one. You're adventurous. Yeah. You're having a good time. Maybe you like have, have a good boat. Time. Yeah, You might like have that. a boat. Might be rich. It's kind of what I went for, but I don't But I don't have a boat. Okay. Me and my best friend. Bro Juice right there. His Shout graduation. His graduation day. Yeah. I, uh... Can you scroll down a little, Tom? Can that, you scroll that, down? That's all I got. Oh, that's all you can do? Yeah. I think that's the last one on my profile anyway. The me and my best what friend. Do, what do you think about this? I don't know. I don't... I don't hate it. I don't love it. Yeah, I'm kind of indifferent. I feel yeah. like we could do better. 
I think we need some more updated pictures. Yeah. Step one. I I have not changed it in okay. probably two years or three years. We so, need one. Okay, no, go ahead. Go ahead. So we need to change that. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get some updated pictures. And I get it's hard. If you don't already have the pictures, it's hard. It's because, hard to get pictures for guys. You, know, yeah. you don't ask. You're hanging out with the guys. You don't want to say, hey, can you take a picture? <laughs> yeah. Because then it's like, what are we doing? We should go out and take some professional photos of Chris. Maybe I should have a one of the profile. pod, me sitting here on the pod. Yeah, that's Ooh, a good yeah. one. It's Next good, week, good. Chris, yeah, dress up. Yeah, absolutely. Good. good. I like that okay. pod one. Also, one. I think your Instagram one is you like holding the camera. Oh yeah, that's need a cool that. one. Side yeah. view of me holding. That's the camera. a cool one. I, I like would that. swap the camera. I would swap the bottom one. Me and my best friend. Maybe you change a different picture. Maybe you scrap a different one. Mm-hmm. I would add the camera one in because that shows you what you do. Yeah, it's okay. a fun, cool picture. It is okay. a cool picture. I feel like you can get creative because like you're behind the camera and stuff, mm-hmm. and like yeah, I'm not know what I don't know what the prompts are, but I feel like yeah, I could come up with. It. I could yeah. find one that fits the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, punny. So mm-hmm. let's break summer summary. That. Start at the top, Tom. Let's. Right, so first one, ten. we need the we need a picture of ourselves at first. Yeah. Okay. Change the picture's so just, fine. Just probably. me. Yeah. Yeah. So Put the no picture down lower. Yeah. Okay. Second one, need we need a video, a video, video of the swing with your face in it. Okay. Yep. Okay. Or even if it doesn't have, if it's a swing and there's not as much, and there's not a lot of face because that's kind of tough. Yeah. But at least it's showing that you're golfing. It's not like. I just want to look like I play golf, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to have one of my friends take a picture. Yeah. And if you have a good golf swing, they'll be like, oh, he, is, you know, he can actually play. Okay. So I'm just hacking it around out there. Okay. Next one, probably scrap. I would say scrap. Roll. Get rid of. Okay. Older. Scrap. Scrap. This one. Maybe do <laughs> a coaching confusing. One. Yeah. Coaching. coaching. Yes. Coaching okay. one. Bucket. Okay. I like that. That's fine. I like, I like that. That's a good one. I like the boat. The boat's fun. And then we swap that one for the camera. The camera or, picture. Yeah. Me holding the camera. Yeah, you okay. holding the camera. I almost think maybe the camera one first. I, I, th- I did think that when we were saying yeah. picture of yourself. First you or could second. put it there. Or we could could find another one of them too. Yeah. I'm sure. I think the first one should be of me, you like candid or something. Okay. Yeah, more of your face. Then I the think. next mm-hmm. can be the camera. And then maybe the boat. Should I move the boat up to the top? No. No. You don't have the boat. (laughs) And that's going to get... I don't have the boat. That's going to get expectations a little high. Okay. Let me look at some of the wedding pictures. There's got to be a candid one, or even if it's not a candid one. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be That'd be a good one. one. That would be a good one. I know there are pictures that you're in. Yeah. So let's... Too bad I don't have one of me dancing with my mom at the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Sorry, mom. Shots fired at a certain person. No, I just well. I well, forgot. Well. I told all of the guys. <laughs> the bad thing was, I told, I texted my mom when we were on the party bus. Hey, yeah. we're gonna do a mother-son dance. Don't leave until we do that. And what were you doing during that? I was talking with some friends. Yeah, <laughs> a singular friend. Yeah, that one I friend. Seen in a while. One friend. And uh, <laughs> next thing I know, I look up and all the sons are out with their moms on the dance floor. Yeah, my mom's nice sitting effort. by herself. <laughs> nice effort there. That was bad. I still hear about that one. There were a, there were a couple bad things from that night. All around great night. A couple bad things happened. A couple bad things. Yeah. That might have been the worst. Thing. <laughs> 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 I, I think you can put that up for debate. Yeah. Well, we don't need to talk. Trevin's about not here, so we can't yeah. talk about that. Um, 
That was good, though. I think we made progress. Yeah. Maybe I, know, we can I know what to do. Change some things. We'll revisit it next week. Okay. Yeah. 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 We need a update. And we'll see if it works, if you okay. start getting more yeah. interaction. I'll change it tonight, and we'll – tonight or tomorrow, and then we'll give it a week to see if it works. Yeah. Look at some analytics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into the numbers. Yeah, we'll <laughs> dive yeah. deep in. <laughs> yeah. We're done with – almost done with football now, so we need other things. To yeah. Um, speaking of football, let's quickly recap the two games. How about um, them Chiefs? How about them Chiefs? You can go back to the game, Tommy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're down by seven. Down by seven. Classic. Um, first game, Eagles 31, 49ers 7. I know you said – you. S- <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I know you said you, you don't feel bad for him. No. I do. They, it seemed like the year that the Niners could really make a run at it. <clears throat> Part of that is down me. With the UCL tear. Yeah. Part of that is me being a Rams fan. I just can't get behind the Niners. True. So I like seeing them fail. If I wouldn't have felt bad if Purdy just played bad or if the team just yeah. played bad. But when he gets hurt and then their backup was also hurt, mm-hmm. neither of them could throw the ball. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I was like – they. Because they went all in. They got McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. They were clearly trying to like follow the Rams' method of going all in, get a Super Bowl, and see what happens next year. Yep. And it sucks when you've already lost Trey Lance. you already lost Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Then Brock Purdy goes down. And then Josh Johnson goes down. Which I didn't even know who that was. <laughs> He's been in the league forever. Do yeah, you think Josh Johnson was ready to play? No. I don't think no. he knew he was coming <laughs> like, in. No. Oh, he's have like, to go in? Oh, man. It's cold. He it's was, cold and rainy. When, they, when he's sitting behind, because he was probably third on their depth chart, he was like, sick, I'm never playing. Yeah. And then Brock Purdy, I mean, you draft Brock Purdy, so you have a little bit of confidence. Mm-hmm. So maybe he does know he's the forcer, and he's like, I'm so set. Yeah. And then he's got to go in in Philly. NFC Championship. Yeah. I felt time. bad on how it ended, yep. but maybe if they would have picked up Baker Mayfield, a little callback. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Eagles looked good. I feel like they haven't been really tested in the playoffs. This was a cakewalk, no. and they rolled over the Giants. Um, but that's them taking care of business. Yeah, it's yeah. true. They didn't have like a letdown or something. Can't apologize for a win. They looked good. It'll be... I'm intrigued to see how they play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. If they really show who they If are. they face yeah. some adversity or something, yeah. yep. see what happens. Mm-hmm. But, yep, that was Eagles-Niners. Let's move into Chiefs-Bengals. Chiefs 23, Bengals 20. Chiefs finally get the monkey off their back. It's not Burrowhead. Not Burrowhead. Zero-head. Absolutely <laughs> not. That, that whole thing was pretty funny. Got back yeah. at the Cincinnati mayor. Yep. Kelsey was going nuts. He put out an apology on Twitter. Kelsey did? No, or the, oh, the, the mayor Cincinnati. did. Yeah. Um, Tom, you any any more words about the game? No, I kind of talked about it yeah. beginning, but um, just excited to see, see one more game of the Chiefs. It was – I don't know. You know? Did you, did, were you like – did you have hope at the end of the game or did you think it was going to be classic Bengals – Chiefs like Bengals are going to win on a field goal um, yeah I actually thought it was going to happen I was like yeah. this is, I've seen it before and I'm that's see what it I again. thought I thought I really made a smart decision going with the Bengals and then ton of field goals ton of field goals ton yeah field goals. Harrison Butker shout out yeah one and a half field goals <laughs> yeah. hit Tom, in the first quarter Tom Easy nailed money. his first BDB parlay pick 
quickly in the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> Felt it's good. good to see. It's electric. Love watching Kelsey play. He just he gets me going. Yeah. What it, was the potential injury? Something with his back? It's like back spasms. Oh, yeah, right before the yeah. game, someone was texting me. He's like, I got a lot of money, hypothetical money on the Bengals. I was like, I haven't even heard about this, Skirts. Kelsey. Oh. But, um, yeah, a receiver core oh. is uh, is banged up. We only have Kelsey. Um, Juju's hurt. Not sure about his status. And then we had some receivers. Hardman's was, hurt. Tony's hurt. Yeah, Tony Hardman came back in and then got hurt. So what an be. effort by Mahomes though. Like Oh, yeah. I thought it was funny on the broadcast. CBS must have had like a camera guy just devoted to tight shots of Mahomes' feet. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> no, you'd see absolutely. replays of just his feet and his ankle and yep. does, how he would move with that ankle. There was a play where like it wasn't he didn't really like he didn't roll out of the pocket. He was just kind of sitting in the pocket. Obviously his feet were moving, but they showed it and it was like he wasn't running. Mm-hmm. It was just like a tight shot of just his feet and I was like this showed me nothing. Yeah. 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 And the only play he ran, laid head out of bounds. Yeah. Gets us yeah. in field that range. Was... Feel I... bad for the cat, dude. I know. Did you see the interview after the game? Yeah. I saw he was, he was he's crying. 22 years old. Yeah. yeah. He, he young, had a good game kid, up until that point. Yeah. Like, he was playing well. Yeah. Yeah. No one's 22 years old that successful in that high of game. Mm-hmm. So... I felt bad for him. Some, I mean, motions got high. Some of them showed him, got yep. after him. But dude's 22 years old. He's trying to make a play. It's so hard when you're going full speed like yeah. that. Like has to be just impossible to stop. Yeah. I thought he, like, snapped his leg after I know. that, too. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wow, that's just going to be a bad turn of events. Yeah. He lost yeah. in the Super Bowl and then snapped his leg. The late hit out of bounds, it's so tough because there are some where it's truly egregious where – they're not trying to make a play. He's way out of bounds, and he just, like, the defender dives at their legs. Mm-hmm. Like that. And then there's the Mahomes play where he was out of bounds. You have to call it, but it sucks that, like, there's nothing he can do. Like, yeah. he can't, like, even if he tried to slow down, there's just nothing he can do. Right. Yeah, he still would have hit him. Yeah. Just with his force going that mm-hmm. fast. How do you guys – I got a question for you. How do okay. you feel about Romo? I hate him. I like me and my colleagues first. talk about it, and like some of my colleagues liked him at first. I liked him at and first, and now they hate him. And I am starting to agree. Like, he just gets so like he just loves the quarterbacks. Yeah, and and just, he just he talks a ton. Like yeah. let Jim Nance talk a little yeah. bit. Yeah, Jim Jim Nance one of the most iconic voices in sports. Yeah, and he just there's like no breathing room. Yeah, like we're here to yeah. watch the game. We're not. We don't want to listen to Romo all the time. Right. And I feel like he's getting to that point where he just talks the whole game and tries to predict what's happening. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he had that run yeah, where early he, in his career. He where got he got like, hot. Yeah, he got hot guessing plays. Yeah. I liked him at first because he was the first, like, player to get into broadcasting. At least, like, yeah. big time. It was, like, it was fun. It was interesting to hear, like, a former player. But now it's just, like, it's too much. I think it's really drawn out mm-hmm. to where, like, I just don't know how much longer people are going to really enjoy it. Yep. Yeah. Especially, like, if it's a big game, like, I don't want to have Romo on the call. If it's, like, a week eight game, mm-hmm. no real meaning behind the game, sure. Yeah. But he's kind of getting into, like, late Dickie V territory where you it was, like, fun. You loved him at first, and he's just getting a little old. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I don't like it. 
All right, we're going to finish the pod today. It's a little something new, something for the boys on TikTok to get mad about since we don't have a parlay this week. Um, we're going to be ranking the top. We each have a position in the NFL. We're going to rank the top five players at that position. So, Chris, you have running backs? I, I have running backs, yeah. Would you like to start us? Yeah, I can start. All right. All right. So, with my top five running backs. Start with five. Start with five? Yeah. Number five, I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs. Okay. From the Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people kind of sleep on him. Um, he had a career he, year this year. Yeah, he's not really like one of the well, well-known running backs in the league, but he just like consistently, he's like consistent, 1,000 yards, scores touchdowns for them. Like if the Raiders didn't have him, they'd be even worse than they were. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's <laughs> number five. Exact same thing. Number four. Who did I say? Oh, number four, I'm going with Derrick Henry. Okay. Guy's just a yeah. just a beast. A unit. Yeah. Number three, Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. Number two, Christian McCaffrey. Okay. And number one, I'm going with Saquon Barkley. Really? Yes. Whoa. I Why? think a, I think a healthy Saquon Barkley, he kind of showed it this year. Like when he's fully healthy, he can be an absolute stud. Like, he's explosive, catch the ball out of the backfield. He pretty much carried the Giants this year. Yeah. yeah. Better than better than Christian McCaffrey? I think so because McCaffrey McCaffrey gets hurt a lot, which Saquon's been hurt too, but he you can't count on McCaffrey for a full season. Mm-hmm. You can count on him for like 13 games. And McCaffrey's had more talent throughout his career on teams than Saquon. Okay. Excellent job. It's a good list. Yeah. Peters. Yeah, so I have an honorable mention of Justin Herbert. Hold on, who do you? Oh, I have quarterbacks. Okay. So honorable mention, Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. He would have made the list. But at number five, I have Tom Brady. I get he's on the decline, but he's the GOAT. I mean, you it's tough to make a list without him on it. Okay. Justin Herbert would have been on the list if Tom Brady was retired. Number four, People aren't going to like this. I have Josh Allen. Josh Ooh. Allen at four. At four. Okay. Um, Interesting to see. I would. This comes. People, I, like I said, people won't like it. I just need to see him win in a big game mm-hmm. yeah. before he can kind of jump that one spot. Three, I have Jalen Hurts. Um, he was on pace to win the MVP this year. Gets hurt. Tough break. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I have Joe Burrow. Super Bowl appearance in his second year. He's played behind a shitty offensive line his whole career in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. At his age, I'd probably want to start a team around him. Okay. Um, then number one, pretty obvious, Patrick Mahomes. He's already won a Super Bowl. He's an MVP, five consecutive AFC championships. Pretty tough to have him not number one in any list. That's a wild stat. Oh. Five straight AFC championships. He's a dog. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's the guy that's you my, want on your team. It's my top five quarterbacks. Solid. Solid list. Tom, you have tight ends. Yeah, that right? I had tight ends, and I wasn't really a big tight end guy until mm-hmm. about three weeks ago. It was a wild uh, card playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I player propped, I think it was Dawson Knox and Gerald Everett to score anytime TD. They're plus 250, so parlay them together is plus 1,000. So 10 to win 100. Get Cash. it? Oh, Cash. let's go. I'll Ooh. tell you, the wild card weekend, I think I had a stat. There was, I think, every tight end scored besides in the Bengals-Ravens game 
and then San Francisco Seahawks. Oh, wow. Other than that, Evan mm-hmm. Ingram, Gerald Everett, Mike Gusecki, Dawson Knox, Daniel Bellinger, tight end for the Giants, if mm-hmm. you didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dalton Schultz had two TDs. Yeah, he did. So tight ends are hot. They are tight hot. Tight ends are hot. So I got a little excited at my desk when I was looking at Ooh, these. <laughs> we love it. Number five, Pat Fryermuth. He's a young pup, two years in the league. This year he had Kenny Peckett. I mean, wasn't the greatest, but could could have threw a lot of people at five, but mm-hmm. I see a lot of potential in him. I like the young guy. He's going to be great. He's Good in my one. top five, number five. Number four, TJ Hawkinson. He's a dog. I actually played baseball against him in AAU. Really? He was so good, dude. We would throw him <laughs> He's good anything. At baseball? Yeah, dude. He would hit it, dude. Any, any, every at bat home run. Like, we'd pitch him. We started just intentionally walking him. Like, Dang. so good. He I didn't was, know that. He was like six foot in like fifth grade. Yeah, he's from Iowa, so. Sheesh. We could say we're friends. Some might say. I don't know. He probably doesn't know who I am. We got TJ at four. I like the move to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, he just had some good games this year. Last year, he put some good points, a lot of receptions. Number three, George Kittle. He's just insane. He, You saw last game. He, they really didn't have anyone going. He's a good leader. Down the field, he gets um, – a lot of long yard passing uh, mm-hmm. yards. He, a lot of a lot of yards through the air. So I like him at number three. Um, number two, Mark Andrews. Just with the injuries injuries on the Ravens, he's just a one man show. He just shows up. Mm-hmm. He, if you need to make a play, throw it to Mark Andrews. Number one, future Hall of Famer, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he can show up anywhere. He can be wildcat. He can go up. He can run the ball, throw the ball, catch the ball. I mean, I don't know what else this guy can do. I got him at number one. Did you know that he uh, threw an interception? Ooh, when? I It was on his podcast with his brother and Pat Mahomes. There was a play where they, they lateraled it to him, and he just hucked one deep into double coverage. Cause he, and, <laughs> and Andy Reid told him, like, hey, if this is covered, do not throw the ball. And he just said, Fuck screw it. it. Just threw it anyway. Yeah. I, think it, uh, I don't think it was to Tyreek. I don't remember who it was to, but just – <laughs> really bad interception, but it was hilarious. That's hilarious. That dude's a dog, though. I feel like he could get away with it. Yeah. He just he's that he's that guy. Yeah. Uh, that's great list. list. Thank great you. list. Thank you. you. It was tough. Work. There's some yeah. good ones in there, and I thought I, tight end would be the hardest to do because you know you have like your top three, but the the last two, you know, you could interchange. Oh, you could change a lot, but yeah, uh, those were my main good squeezes. List. Great. What do you got, Dill? So my top five wide receivers in the NFL. Left some big names off this list. So, you know, if you have some questions, comments, concerns, you can let me know. Bring on the hate. Yeah. Um, number five, I'm going C.D. Lamb, Dallas Cowboys. I think he had the most pressure out of any wide receiver this year to be great with them losing. Mari Cooper, Michael Gabb has been hurt a lot and moving him around. He had a lot of pressure to come in, and he did extremely well, played extremely well. Um, posted his best year yet, 107 receptions, um, almost 1,400 yards, nine touchdowns, all career highs. And he was kind of the spark that Dallas needed. Dak screwed us in the playoffs, obviously, but CD was very consistent. So I think he's number five. Number four, Devontae Adams. Um, he's more of a, He was more of a deep threat this year than he was with Green Bay. Um, but he had the most average yards per catch in his career this year, so they were going deep to him. He played extremely well, um, and I think the biggest thing 
sorry. The biggest thing for the Raiders signing him was having that deep threat opened up Josh Jacobs, like Chris said. They got to have more guys playing cover two, manning up on him, so opened up a lot of holes for Josh Jacobs. So team guy. Number three is A.J. Brown. Um, talk about a guy who came in and just completely changed an offense. Like the Eagles were completely different last year than they were this year. He opened up things for Devonte Smith on the other side. He opened up running lanes lanes for Miles Sanders because they were worried about the deep threat. Um, and he posted career highs in catches, yards, and touchdowns. He 119 catches, 1700 yards, and seven touchdowns. Great line for him. Number two, Tyreek Hill, another guy coming to a new team. Um, I was a little skeptical of how he would do on the Dolphins because obviously coming from the best quarterback in the league to Tua, you know, a little skeptical, but he did incredibly well. Um, he had career highs in catches and yards this year, 119 catches, 1,700 yards. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, 119 catches, 1,700 yards, seven touchdowns. And he has the most um, yards gained per route in the NFL this year. So that every every route he ran, he got 3.7 yards per Sheesh. route, which is crazy. Even ones that he wasn't thrown to. My number one wide receiver is Justin Jefferson, obviously. He's the GOAT. Um, most yards in a player's first three seasons in NFL history. Um, the Vikings faced the lowest rate of single high safety coverages in the NFL. Um, if you have single high, obviously you're playing man on the outside. Outsides. Um, so they were forcing teams to play cover two, opened up lanes for Dalvin Cook and Kirk to do his thing, um, and also most yards against press coverage in the NFL since 2020 by over 400 yards. So wow. when he's manned up, he cooks people. Just the best receiver in the league. So that's my top five. Left off the list, Jamar Chase, Cooper yeah, Cup. I, I had a couple questions. Yeah, go ahead. Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase is kind of heinous. And Spock Diggs, I can I can understand leaving Diggs off. I don't Cup know. And Chase is, I didn't dig super far into it, but I feel like I don't know. In the games that I watched the Bengals play, I feel like he didn't have a huge impact in them. The thing with Chase is when he doesn't have an impact, it's usually because he's like doubled. Yeah. So then you see like T Higgins go off, mm-hmm. and then Cooper Cup. I commend your takes. TikTok, I don't think he's going to uh, like yeah, it. Yeah. Gonna hate it. <laughs> yeah. Bring I on think the hate. Obviously, him one. being hurt this year. Yeah. Kind of yeah. clutch. Also, I took him first in both my leagues and he got hurt, so I have a little bias towards that. Yeah. Um, Super yeah, Bowl MVP last year. Didn't do much this year. All right. He did until he got hurt. Yeah. But <laughs> just recency bias. That's, yeah. We'll, we'll see Good the comments list, he gets. Yeah, we'll see. Good list, though. Let's finish this show. The whole wow. <laughs> oh, words. Well, I, I just talked words. a lot, and I'm kind of out of breath a little bit. Let's finish the show with the roulette spin. We have Trev on the on the horn. I got to call him. Getting it pulled up. Tom's pulling up the roulette. I know how to play this time. <laughs> <laughs> Figured out how to play. Hey, Trevin, how's it going? Hey, guys. Trev, you're on the Boys Down Bad podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Yeah. We're about to we're about to spin the wheel. 
Um, Tom, are you? Oh, Tom already got his. Tom just went. Black 20? I'm going with black 20. Okay. Black Tom's 20. going black 20. Chris? I'm going to go with black 28. No black reason. Black 28? Okay. Just, just feel it. Love it. Trevin, what do you got? Ooh, okay. Number one, Peters. I'm going to really switch it up, and I'm going to go green zero. Whoa. Whoa. Zero. Holy cow. That's incredible. I mean, it has the same odds as all the other numbers. (laughs) That's very true. Uh, I'm going to go black four. No reason. What's the pot at? 25? 25 bucks each. 25 each, yeah. Ooh. 10 bucks for Tom. Getting up there. Tom bought it. Yeah, he did. Tom fully bought it. Oh, wow. That a boy. Yeah, he's all in. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. Spin the all wheel. Right. Come on, right. baby. Come on. Black four. Black 28. Why not? Zero. Black 20. Oh, 17. Black 17. It was so close to black 20. Black 17. Shoot. Oh, the pot increases. Hey, Trev, thanks for hopping on. Yeah, thanks, Trevin. Yep, hey, we'll see you around. we'll see you next week. Super Bowl preview. All right. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) Black 17. Has that? Black 17. I feel like that hit last week. No, it was 23 last week. 23 last week. Yeah. Are you keeping track? Yeah. Okay. That one hasn't hit yet, Black 17. Okay. Has it been a new number every week? It has. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Okay. So now we're up to 25 each. Yep. So next week it'll be 30. 30. Each. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. that'll be our sixth one. So total that brings us up to. Well, it'd be what? 30 times 110. Yeah. Winner would get a hundred. Well. Yeah. You subtract yours. Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. Pot increases. Dealer wins. What's Dealer new? wins. Classic. Yep. yep. Good pod, boys. Um, shout out to Riley again. Great guy. Excited to see him ball out for the Spurs next year. Any closing comments, remarks, concerns? Good pod. Nope. Good pod. I'll, Good I'll pod. work on the hinge. Yeah. We'll get work that on the hinge. Get it ready to roll next week. Yeah. All right. This is the Boys Down Bad Podcast. I'm Dylan. Peters. I'm Chris. Tom. Have yourselves a top 10 weekend.